welcome back to another episode of Friendship in a Time of Coronavirus. We're so happy you could join us, and today we're going to be talking about ourselves. So hopefully after this episode, you'll get to know us a little better. We're going to be touching on our pet peeves, our hobbies, stuff along those lines. So stay tuned and hope you enjoy. So I can start. Um, My main hobby, I'd say, like for the past two years or so has been studying languages, which sounds so nerdy, but I am a such a nerd. Both of us are most definitely, but that's like my top hobby. So I had, I took Spanish in school for like four years. And then I did a short-term exchange in Ecuador for six weeks um, and got pretty fluent. And then I came back and took another year. Um, but the December after I came back, so I went in the summer and then like six months later than that, I decided that I wanted to do a long-term exchange in Italy for a year if I could. And so I started learning Italian, which is pretty close to Spanish. And I was self-taught for like two years, basically, um, and then took a seal of biliteracy test just to like have that accreditation to being able to do it. Um, And then I wasn't chosen to go to Italy. I was chosen to go to Belgium instead. So then right after I got my seal of biliteracy, I started studying French and then COVID happened and my exchange was canceled about six months after covid like really got bad in the United States. So probably like June. Um, And I quit French for two weeks and then I missed it and I came back. Um, And so I have been taking French or I started taking a French class this semester, actually. So this is my first French class. So I took a placement test at ASU to see what I could get into. Um, And then just as like, I finished the Duolingo course. The Duolingo is my method mainly. And I finished the Duolingo course for French. Um, And so I've been doing Scottish Gaelic for like (laughs) a couple of weeks just because I finished the French course. And it was a short course, the Scottish Gaelic one, but now they've expanded it. So it's a lot longer. And that's not like to flex or because it's useful in any way. It's just I'm a big Outlander fan, the book series and the TV show. If you have guys haven't watched it, you need to get on it. Um, But Gaelic is a big part in the books and the movie. So that's kind of why I did that. So that's like my main hobby. Um, Avantika is also polyglot, although I don't think she has quite the passion that I do. Right. And before I get into that, I just want to say you should have seen Acacia's Duolingo stats for the year of 2020. She went crazy. She got like all the courses under her belt. When she said she's a language fanatic, she means it. Like that's for sure. Um, I also speak multiple languages, but mostly I learned them growing up just because I'm Indian. So we speak a couple Indian languages at home. I speak Marathi with my mom and my sister, and then I speak Kokni with my dad. They're pretty similar, just different dialects of the same language, basically. And then I started learning Spanish in high school. So four years of that. I'm continuing in college. I'm, tra- I'm trying to minor in Spanish. And Acacia also persuaded me to do a study abroad program. So I've been looking into that. I want to go to Latin American country, South American country, so I can practice my Spanish and hopefully get a few credits from there. And she's just hyped up the study abroad experience so much that I really want to try it. And I think it would be so fun. So I'm definitely looking forward to that whenever that happens. I'm thinking second semester, sophomore year. But yeah, like I said, I'm not too passionate about it. It's just something I kind of do 
here and there. Shameless plug, definitely study abroad. If you haven't thought about that before and you're a high school or college student, because you can study abroad in high school as well, definitely do it. Best thing I ever did, changed my life. Such an amazing experience. Highly recommend for anyone. So back to my hobbies, I think we've touched on this last episode or a couple episodes ago, band, obviously. I've been doing music since fifth grade, fell in love with it, still consider it a passion today. I love practicing. I love listening to music. I love being in band. And then along with that, I do Indian classical dance. So that's one of my hobbies as well. I started doing that when I was nine years old, somewhere around there. And I've been learning since then. I kind of took a break after I turned 18 and went to college, though, just because I wasn't sure if I could do both at the same time. So I haven't done it for the past year or so. But I did graduate from like the curriculum, you could call it. And that was my sophomore year. So we put on a big production. Me and my sister did our earn get them together. That's what it's called, the graduation performance. And so it was just three hours of solo dancing. All our family and friends were there. And in our boys episode, that was one of um, your ex-boyfriends came mm-hmm. and gave you the, the gift. Right. Now you can see the connections with everything. But yeah, we had like musicians on the stage and like decorations and we rented out a hall and stuff. So that was like a really cool experience in my life that I still look back on and I learned so much from because you have to spend so much time training for it and your stamina and learning all these pieces and then the pressure of having your closest friends and family there. But I definitely loved it. It went well. And I'm kind of bummed I don't practice dance like to this day, like I have been taking a break, but it's something that I might get into at some point again. I'm so jealous that Vontica can dance because I am, I just... I haven't had that much opportunity to dance and I feel like I have a decent sense of rhythm, obviously being a musician, but it's like, I just don't know how to move kind of thing, but I like it. And I like partner dancing. I've done like a couple just like random classes here and there of like salsa and bachata. And I, I love all the Latin dances. So ASU actually has um, like partner dance classes. Like you can take tango classes, salsa classes, ballroom. And I would love to do those. That'd be so fun. I think they also have a salsa club at ASU because one of my, my section leader actually for the piccolo section, I think she's in the salsa club and she's always hyping it up. She's like, you guys have to join when we're back in person. You got to come do salsa with me. So maybe I'll forward you the information for oh that. Gosh, that, that happens. Music is like, it's a hobby for me also, but I don't think I'm the most passionate musician ever because I really enjoy the group aspect of band. So it's like, I'm not super inclined to practice on my own, um, especially now because I'm not in an ensemble, but I like the ensemble aspect and I am very passionate about that. Not so much, you know, solo development. You also like to sing though. And that's something that's more solo than band. So I think that's the thing. (laughs) I am, I am a fervent car singer and shower singer. I'm <laughs> but not she's good to... at it. That's the thing. It's not that like she sings in the shower and sucks. She has a good voice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she's maybe hyping me up. I don't think I'm amazing or anything. I know how to match pitch just because band and everything. Which is more than some other people, including yeah, me. <laughs> fair, fair enough. I don't know. I just, I enjoy doing it. I think it's fun Um, on 
a band trip that I did last summer, summer 2019, they had a choir um, for, it was a choir group and a band group. And then there was a choir that included the band kids if they wanted to sing. Um, And so I did that. And I actually, that was so fun. And we got to sing in some of the, um, the most like beautiful, important churches in Europe. So that was, that was one of the reasons I did it (laughs) was getting to go into these churches um, as well. So yeah, but I'm not trying to become a singer or anything. <laughs> it's a good hobby. That's what hobbies are for. Another one of my hobbies is bullet journaling, which again, we're so nerdy. Our hobbies are <laughs> very nerdy things, but I really enjoy doing it. It's therapeutic. I have like monthly spreads, yearly spreads. I just like to track my habits and I put calendars in there and agendas and I use like scrapbooking paper and fancy pens. I think I have a pen addiction. Like looking at my desk right now, I have too many pens. I just have jars of gel pens and Tombos and all these nice highlighters, but it makes me happy. So I'm going to continue doing it. I just recently got a nice bullet journal for 2021. So I've been working on that and I'm happy with how that's turning out. Avon like says the person that goes to the stationery store and comes out with like five bags. <laughs> It's a problem. I can't help myself. Even something as simple as going to Target, I have to go through whatever small stationary aisle they have. They barely have any things, but I walk through it without fail every time just because it's so pretty to look at. And I'm like, oh, what if I have that? Or what if I get that? Even the dollar store, I walk through their stupid pen aisle, even though the pens are like ballpoint stupid pens for a dollar. I still like looking at them. Yeah, I think we're both very artistic people. We both like arts and craftsy things. The first thing that I wanted to be when I grew up was an artist. And I was like pretty set on that probably through middle school that I was going to become a famous artist <laughs> um, with drawing though, because I'm not great at painting, but I'm decent at drawing, although definitely very, very out of practice. I'm not into bullet journaling. I like writing but not, I think a bullet journal is a little OTT for me if I'm on, <laughs> if I'm on over the top, over the top. Oh, okay. I'm not swag. I don't know all the acronyms. <laughs> oh, I was also going to say something that's interesting is that we both write in cursive, which I consider to be kind of artistic. Yes. And it's like a dying thing too, which is depressing. Most people like our age don't even know how to write their, like they only know how to write their signature in cursive or not even that. Like when I went on the horseback riding thing the other day, she was like, oh, so you have to sign here just to sign in. And I was like, sign or print because everyone before me had printed their name. And she was like, oh, sign, just knowing your age knows how to write in cursive. I was like, well, I do. <laughs> and so mine was the only cursive signature on this list of 15 people. I was like, how? That was like so important um, in my elementary school, I know for sure. And I actually started learning early because they started it in third grade. But in second grade, I had my mom teach me because I really wanted to learn because I thought it was like such a grown up thing. And now I'm like the only person that I know besides like Avantika that's writes in cursive. And there was one my best guy friend in high school. He also wrote in cursive and his name started with an A. And so our P, when people would pass back papers, we would get each other's papers because people would just see, oh, cursive A, that means a 
acacia or that means confidence. so yeah get mixed up but it was just funny that it's like died and I like definitely want my kids to know how to write in cursive me too so I actually didn't start actually learning cursive till sixth grade but before that my mom taught me it wasn't like I asked her to teach me she was just like this is a skill you have to know and you're gonna thank me for it later which I do um so I started learning I don't know maybe third or fourth grade when my mom was teaching me then I went to school in sixth grade through eighth grade where they required cursive and then that's where I just practiced and that's where it became a habit and since then I'm a cursive writer and I just don't understand like how people don't like it because it's easier because you don't pick up your pen like Mm -hmm. it's so much more work to you know, write and print. I think like my print is so messy, like compared to my cursive. I think my cursive is a lot neater a lot of the time. So Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, no, my sisters, both of them learned, but they have never used it after the point of being required to. And, um, one of them, actually both of them can like barely write their signatures. <laughs> and it's so sad because some people can't even read it. So if I write someone a card or something, they're like, oh, thanks. But what does this say? I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, when Avantika, like when it was her birthday, which is the day we recorded the first episode of the podcast, I like, um, like the day before or whatever, when I was writing her birthday card, I was like, you can read cursive, right? And she's like, oh yeah, of course. And I was like, I have to ask because I prefer to write cards in cursive, but a lot of my friends can't read them so there's only like four people I can write birthday cards in cursive to and that's like my mom my dad my my friend that writes in cursive and Avantika everyone else I have to write in print because they can't read it which is so frustrating because then it looks like I have terrible handwriting because I'm forced (laughs) to write print so another hobby kind of going off the arts and crafts is I've always been really into sewing I learned how to sew when I was in second grade and got a sewing machine in fourth grade for one of my birthdays or Christmas or something and so I do a lot of the around the house mending um, I've made some clothes for my sisters altered some clothes ever since um, there's been like the TikTok trends of like taking like big shirts and like making them into stuff my sisters have been asking me to do that I also really like embroidery so like whenever I know someone that like has had a baby all em- I will embroider a blanket with <laughs> the baby's name and their birthday on it which is something that I have um and that like gave me the idea that I have when I was like oh it's such a nice keepsake for the parents and for the baby um and so I love doing that um and I have a tote bag that I like spent 12 hours embroidering um like a couple months ago on a weekend and that was fun Yeah, the extent of my sewing skills goes to when I have to mend holes in my socks. That's pretty much it. (laughs) Or like in my leggings, if I have a little hole, I'll be like, oh, I can just stitch that up real quick. That's all. Yeah. And the funny thing is, too, is my dad's actually the one who taught me to sew. So most people think, oh, like their mom or their grandmother. No, it was my dad because my my grandma, his mom um, was a big sewer. Um, and I actually inherited all of her sewing stuff when she passed away, which was so much, so much stuff. But that's like a funny quirk, too, because my dad used to just like he will still do some of his own mending if it's like a little thing. But if it's anything like requires the machine. Avanti, do you like cooking or baking? I like eating. Does that count? <laughs> Avantika's hubby is eating also. You wouldn't <laughs> by looking at her. She is uh, a stick. So thin, so thin. But I can thank my metabolism for that. Yeah, she has the she has the good Indian metabolism. Her whole family, all very, very, very mm-hmm. thin. Um, I am a baker. I love baking for any occasion. I baked Avantika brownies, if you remember from the first episode for her birthday. Those were pretty good. Um, I did 
a record number of bakes in 2020, I think. I think that's like the most I've ever baked since the year I started baking. And fancy um, stuff too. I know you told me about tiramisu and some other oh, pies. Yeah. Tiramisu isn't even like, it sounds fancy, but it's not even difficult. It's just time consuming. Like none of the thing. I think the custard's probably the hardest part. Um, but like, other than that, it's not, it's not super, super hard, but yeah, no, I like trying new things. I'm addicted to the great British Bake Off. I think that is like one of my favorite shows and they just started a subscription box, but it only delivers in the UK. So I'm waiting <laughs> for them to expand to the U S so I can get on that mailing list. Cause I would love that just to have an excuse for baking. Mm-hmm. So reminding me of TV shows, I like watching the bachelor. I don't know if I consider it a hobby, but for getting to know each other, <laughs> this is something you have to know about me that I like the Bachelor franchise and I've watched every single season from like probably 2016 onwards I want to say maybe 2017 onwards but it's entertaining I definitely recommend if you like drama if you like romance it is the show for you. Avantika got me into it because I had of course always heard about it because so many people watch it but I didn't start till this year because I got Hulu and Hulu um, has the episodes come out the next morning and so I am not a person to watch stuff on TV especially if it's at nighttime it was actually the same time as my concert band class so I wasn't really able to watch it on the TV as it premiered um so I would watch on Hulu the next day so I watched the entire season of The Bachelorette last year and then I'm currently watching The Bachelor and I like it so far like it's it's pretty good I'm not like a fanatic or anything but Avantika and I definitely enjoy gossiping the next day mm-hmm. when she's up to date she gets so behind <laughs> okay see I don't have Hulu and I don't know if I should be saying this on air or not but I watch it off of a little sketch website so sometimes it takes a while <laughs> for them to upload on there or sometimes the buffering sucks so I do my best to get caught up when I can and then I feel like I've completed Netflix, honestly. I've watched so many shows. I love telenovelas. So I've watched like all the Spanish telenovelas on Netflix. Um, I love Call the Midwife, which Avantika really needs to get on considering she wants to be an OBGYN. Exactly. Um, but that's like my, I love that show so much. It's one of my definitely like top 10 favorite TV shows. Yeah. So we just recently got in Netflix. So right now I'm watching Grey's Anatomy, which I had been watching before. I'm on season nine. It's so freaking long. There's like 17, 19 seasons or something. I don't know if I'm going to end up getting through all of it, but I watch it here and there. So I'm season nine right now. And then I'm also watching um, Survivor with my sister. It's just a show we like watching once in a while on weekends. And we like talking about that. So that's what's on my watching list right now and then on my to watch list that's a never-ending list because Acacia like recommended all these telenovelas that she was talking about and then also called the midwife and tons of other ones so we'll see when I get through all of them yeah and I like even though I've like completed Netflix in quotes I haven't watched like any of the classic shows like I haven't watched Friends I haven't watched The Office Parks and Rec Friends and The Office isn't on Netflix anymore so you kind of missed your chance on that (laughs) Yeah, but I I don't think they're necessarily my humor either, which so I'm like, okay about it. I mean, people make references to it all the time. So some of the references like I get just because I've seen them so many times, but like, I don't know. I don't really feel like I'm missing out, especially since they're so long. Like it's daunting to think like with Grey's Anatomy, you're like have 17 seasons to go. I say that, but then like the telenovelas on Netflix, they're like a hundred episodes, but I just like, don't, cause they like say, oh, there's only one season. And with Netflix, you know, you're used to having like, 
10 episode season. No, they just one season is 100 episodes because it's like comes out twice or three times a week on TV for right. a couple of months. And that's how it adds up to being like 100 episode seasons. How long are these episodes? Usually like 45 minutes. Okay, so they're not short. <laughs> no, they're, <laughs> they're really good. If anyone's looking for recommendations, Bolivar, I love that one. Um, La Reina del Flow, which the second season is coming out this year. And I'm so excited. That one is so, 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 so good. I really, really like it. Oh, I also want to plug Bridgerton because I finished oh, both awesome. watched that. And I mean, second- I'm, sure, I'm sure you've all watched it by now, honestly. Like everyone in the world has watched it, but mm-hmm. it is amazing. I love it. I That is on my next to read list because I want to read the books and find out what happens since of course we're going to be um in a drought for any new Bridgerton content for like a year mm-hmm. so I'm gonna read the books probably after I finish Outlander the Outlander books are chunky they're like I think the, they get close to a thousand pages a lot of times Maybe. and so I still have I think three to go with a new one coming out in a couple months um and then I'll get started on the Bridgerton series yeah so going back to hobbies we both like reading too I'd consider that my hobby um but just for fun fiction books mostly nothing that's actually educational we've read so many of the same books like we went through like our list of favorite books on one of our like calls at nighttime and we had read so many of the same books and we exchanged um some of the ones that we hadn't read so that's always fun to touch back and talk about which we're thinking we want to do a book segment on this. So maybe like the current book we're reading or thoughts on it or a book club. I don't know. If you guys have thoughts, let us know. Give us some feedback if that's something you want to hear about. So moving on to our song of the week, our current favorite song. Avanta, do you want to start? What have you been listening to? Putting me on the spot. Okay. So... My song for this week is called Never Ending Summer. It's very vibey. It has like chimes in the background and it, I don't know, I've just been in a mood this week and I think that's helped me. You just have to listen to it. I don't even know how to explain it. It's called Never Ending Summer. Go stream. (laughs) I think we're definitely getting so in the mood for summer. It has started getting hot. Um, I think it's a crime to be 86 on February 1st, but Arizona did it. Um, And so we are, you know, getting in our bikinis, jumping in the pool any day now. I've seen some people already get in there. Um, So, you know, our winter is pretty much over at this point. Um, But same way. Because it means I have to start shaving my legs now. I love jean season. (laughs) My dad rinsed me the other day. He's like, looking kind of rough there, Acacia. And I'm like, how dare you? (laughs) I was like, I can't believe you just did that. It's been winter. It's not like anyone's seeing me. I wear pants if I go out. Exactly. But like going off that though, my song too is, um, I did. Disco- I didn't discover this artist like I'd listen to some of their songs it's a Spanish one um, and it's called Tequila Sunrise which I didn't know is the name of Cocktail but it is such like a vibey song and definitely like summer vibes I started a summer vibes playlist on Spotify because I keep finding these songs that just make me want to like skip forward to summer and be out of school and stuff oh. like that. So that has been my current favorite I played it for Vontica when mm-hmm. Came more. Also, Avantika's a Spotify stalker. I feel like you guys need to know that. He sees what I'm listening to on Spotify and will comment on it. be like, oh, how how you liking that? I saw it's normal, though. People do this. You can follow other people on Spotify, and that's the whole point. So you can see what they're listening to and then listen to it yourself. 
it must be on the website because I don't go on the website. It's only the app on my phone. And I don't think you can Spotify stock on your phone. So I hate that you call it Spotify stock. It's just following your friends. But yes, I think it's a desktop thing because I do it on my laptop. (laughs) Anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode a little bit shorter for you guys in case the 45 minute ones have been bugging you a little bit. And you've been like, oh my gosh, I have no time to listen to that. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, And we will talk to you guys next time. Yeah, make sure to leave us some reviews. Give us feedback. We love hearing from you guys. And till next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Friendship in a Time of Coronavirus. Like, subscribe, and leave us a review telling us what you think.